This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everybody, it's Jamie McDowell with my good friend, co-host, and colleague Dustin McAdams, and we have a special episode today of Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. We're actually sitting in my office here in Chicago, Jamie's office, that is, and we decided that it's been a while since we've kind of connected with each other on the show to talk about what's happening in both of our businesses and our lives. Talk about kind of where we see the podcast going, what we've enjoyed, what we've, you know, just kind of what our vision is for you guys. And also, we want to make sure we get some feedback from you about what you need and what you want. So, I think what we're going to do is this, this good? This is good. Okay, this is good. See, there's Dustin. Hi, Dustin. Hello, everyone. Right, we're hanging out in my office. It's fun. This is very unique. We were actually, if you would have heard before we started, we had some technical difficulties trying to figure out how to be two people in one office doing a podcast, but we feel really good about it. We do. So one of my favorite things is our wonderful producer, Mark Winter, who managed to get us through this. Yes, he did. And hopefully we're now sounding much better. Mark Mark is awesome. So listen, if you're a regular listener to Pet Life Radio Network, then you already know that the quality of the shows are great and Mark is awesome. But if you're not a regular listener and you just listen because you love either me, Dustin, and or me and Dustin, then my suggestion is go through the, you know, what do you call this? Portfolio of shows. The portfolio of shows and see other shows that you think would be good. Like, for example, Oh Behave is awesome. It's by Arden Moore, who I actually spent the weekend with this past weekend at a conference. That's a really great show. She has great guests on. Um, there's a lot of great shows. I think there is probably, I'm going to guess, and Mark is probably listening in right now and wants to kill me, but I think there's probably about 100 shows or so. If that's wrong, you can check for yourself. But point is that this show's great. Pets Mean Business is awesome because we bring you guys information about the pet industry, not just about how we take care of animals, but also, the, more importantly, for this show, the people who do the caring for the animals, whether that's through products, whether that's through businesses, whether that's through animal welfare, whatever that is. We're talking specifically about those folks that make the pet industry come to life, but there are other shows that talk specifically about how to take care of your pets. And, and obviously, neither being more important, it's just a nice Mark and his show and his, and his, what do you call this? His portfolio. Portfolio. <laughs> and his portfolio have done a nice job of rounding all of that out. So, okay. Awesome. So, all right. So, so that's the deal. So this is a special edition of Pets Mean Business here on Pet Life Radio Network. It's me, Jamie McDowell and Dustin McAdams. Yay. We're together. Okay. So um, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and then we're going to talk about, we're going to get caught up on what's going on with Dustin as it's coming into holiday season for Dustin. That's a really big deal because he's in the e-commerce side of pet business. And we'll kind of talk about that and talk about some challenges that e-commerce folks have. We'll talk more about, I really do want to talk about Pup Joy. I don't think we've done that very much. I think that you guys just know about Pup Joy, but to hear really more about what the vision is and what's going on with Pup Joy, I think is really important. So we'll do that and then we'll see where it takes us. All right, so we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Do you own a pet care business? Do you need help training and retaining your staff? Fetch Find Monthly Pro is the perfect platform for you. Fetch Find Monthly Pro is a monthly subscription with unlimited users, no contracts, and fresh content every week. With increased employee engagement, higher customer satisfaction, and lower risk and liability, Fetch Find Monthly Pro pays for itself. And you can completely customize the training materials based on your company's needs. Head over to www.fetchfind.com to learn more and subscribe today. That's F-E-T-C-H-F-I-N-D.com. Love to spoil your dog, but no time to shop? Well, check out PupJoy.com. 
dog parents are raving about them. They deliver amazing boxes of treats and toys directly to your door. Premium goodies from indie brands, all customized to your dog's unique needs. So you can relax and spend more time on important things like couch cuddles and belly rubs. Get personalized boxes of joy for your pup. Plus, built-in support for animal rescue. All for less than you'd pay at the store. Save $10 on your first order today! Go to PupJoy.com, customize your plan, and enter Pets Mean Business at checkout. P-U-P-J-O-Y dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Hey guys, we're back. It's Jamie and Dustin. We're going to just do that. Okay. <laughs> so like I mentioned at the top of the show today, it's a special edition of Jamie and Dustin together talking about the show, talking about what's going on in our um, individual businesses, just kind of getting ready for the fourth quarter of this year as business owners. And for those of you that are business owners, I think everyone's kind of in that mindset of what, what the end of the year needs to look like and what sets up for the beginning of next year. So for, for entrepreneurs and, and people who run business, businesses in management or what have you, this is a really important time of the year, whether you're in, in e-commerce or not. So speaking of e-commerce, and so this is getting into holiday season, Dustin, let's talk about what's going on with PupJoy. I love holiday season because uh, holiday season is the best season for PupJoy. We are very giftable, so it's uh, we get we get lots of folks coming to us uh, through the holidays. Um, so the serious side of the business is like it's major ramp up time for us. It's crazy. It's a good crazy, but it's fun. So we've got, aside from our normal stuff that we do, we've got a couple interesting new things going this year. So there's a whole bunch of ramp up. One, we're doing our first retail play. So really new concept for Chicago. First one of its kind. It's a, I guess what you would call a pop-up shop. Yeah. We've got multiple brands. It is a pop-up shop. It is a pop-up shop. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what they're calling it? It is. So it's the first in Chicago, but it's been New York, especially there've been more of these that have oh, this, happened before. You mean this concept? The concept, okay. yeah. We tell everyone it's so cool. Yeah, so I'm the, excited about the name. The name of the I'm shop is there. yeah, it's cool. It, it's actually it's depending on you can actually shop for a lot of people because they have so many different types of brands with different types of stuff. But so it's called Pop Box, and and I've got to pull it up to make sure I've got the URL right. I'll I'll make sure we get here, that by look, the end here, of the show. Here, while you're doing that, I'll look it up. So yeah, the concept is it's a bunch of different brands that are all kind of curated subscription types of brands ranging from us with dogs, home chef, which is meal kit delivery, wines, things that are specific to men, specific to women, specific to kids, a um, whole bunch of cool stuff. And so you get to go in there and it's multiple retail shops. Yes. Did you find yeah, the, uh, yeah. the address on it? And you know, I think it's really interesting because folks can go in there and they can probably knock out a lot of shopping okay, so for wait, a lot of people name, at one time. Name them all. So you, I should know them all. And I tell right, you what, it's right. it's right. you don't have to know them all. You can look it up on your computer. Yeah. The name of the store is, or the name of the URL for the store is shoppopbox.com. First of its kind in Chicago. So they've, they list all the, and here we go. We've got it up. So they list all the brands here. So they got runner's box, fine box, mouth, mustache. Wait, what's mouth? Mouth is curated delivery of like foods and liquors. And I think if I remember correctly, and they have a couple things like bourbon samplings or different type of whiskeys. That's with probably a lot of friends that I have. That's actually a great gift yeah. to give them over the holidays. And these are all subscription 
So all of the businesses that are going to be at Popbox, they're all subscription businesses? All, yeah, yeah, like curated home delivery type of businesses. So generally is, in the subscription realm. This yeah. is actually an amazing idea. It is. I mean, she really, this woman who's doing it, she really is doing a great job. I'm looking at all of these logos on your computer of all the people that are going to be there. This is incredible. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I was And literally, I was just over there this morning. They're they're just about at the end of all of their merchandising setup. So they've, you know, they get the displays and they're starting to get product in there. So it's fun to see it all come together. So... We're doing that, and then we've got. So, what will people do? Like, they'll come in there and they'll say, "Okay, I want to, I want to do Pop Joy for my friend or for my family or what have you." Like, so will they actually buy from you in that moment? Yeah, so good question on that. So, the store has dedicated staff that's in there, so they're open seven days a week, starting at the end of this month all the way through the end of December. So, sales staff that's trained on all the brands that are in there. Oh. Yeah. So that's okay. part of that's what I was doing with them this morning was giving them some um, just cool. Q and A, and so they could they could ask any are questions. Are they commissioned? No. I don't believe so. I don't believe the sales staff is commissioned. I think there are paid sales staff in terms of brands. All the brands have paid to be in there to be able to use the retail space and the concept. And they're helping, obviously, with the marketing of letting folks know. So there's staff in there to help people. There are kiosk setups where you actually go to each brand's website to purchase products. So in some cases, like for Pupjoy, you can actually... We have physical specialty holiday boxes that are going to be in the store, or you can buy our normal stuff that's on the website. For some brands, and I know Home Chef fits into this, they're not zoned to be able to sell food. So Home Chef is, you know, it's fresh delivered food. It doesn't really work in a retail environment. But they can have um, displays of their food there. They have displays of stuff, and then you can order Home Chef goods. So your, Your point is you're not going to walk out of there with a steak. No, right. So some brands, yes, some brands, no, I know. But all of them are are available to have kind of like guided, curated, you know, what's good gift giving to go through the website. And then some of the brands will have stuff you can walk out with that day, which is the reason we did it. It's in, for us, it's just, it's fun to be able to put together some larger holiday boxes that people can physically walk out with and, it, you know, be able to get, it's interesting for any commerce brand like us to be able to get like direct gift giver feedback in a different way. So we get it through email and chat and phone, especially during the holiday cycle, but to be able to actually be there, do some events with some of the shoppers, hear the stuff that they love, the stuff that they love to see that they don't, you know, all that's kind of cool for us. Is this interesting or thinking about this as far as other e-commerce, the other companies that have only e-commerce that have no pet brands that have no physicality. So even like if they're not in big box stores or they're only in like small boutiques, I wonder if this concept would support those brands as well. Not, I mean, is this, am I missing something or could be for any brand or is it really just only work because of the subscription? I think it can work for, I think it's part of the interesting test for us. So for a whole bunch of reasons, this made sense. It's in Chicago. It's the first of its kind. You're the only pet company in there. We are. But for us, it's also a little bit of a test of are there other types of retail event type of things that potentially make sense for us to connect with communities better, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to have a little more of a, mm-hmm. a direct physical face with, um, with a customer base mm-hmm. um, as well as just kind of the feedback you get. So I, I do think potentially it's a concept that's taken off in different areas of the country. So where, else, where else is it being done? It's, New York. I, New York's said. the biggest probably. New York and LA, you know, like with anything, some of the newer concepts have taken off there first. Is there one, speaking of Chicago, wait, did you say there was one in Water Tower? There's kind of a similar, yes, there is a similar thing that's just gone up and water tower. So okay. two of them are kind of coming up at once. Okay. Um, and this is not her though. She, this is her first. No, the water tower one, I would say it's not as focused on like giftable items that probably have a price point of like, 
you know, thirty dollars up to a couple hundred. They're selling larger ticket, higher end stuff, which you would expect. For anybody not familiar, Water Tower is on the Magnificent Mile, Michigan Avenue in Chicago, very kind of high rent real estate. So there's a similar concept store there that um, is selling a lot of big ticket stuff. But yeah, I mean, the whole concept's new for Chicago, but I know in LA and New York, they've had some really good success with it. So what's your decision to go in there? What supported that? And other than it being very cool, right, and getting some good press, I mean, there's obviously things that are intangibles. Are you hoping to, you know, do you have sales goals in mind? Do you have like break-even numbers in mind? Do you have... Yeah, we do. So, yeah, so th- we were one of the first brands in there. Mm-hmm. So we were able to, one, I think, get a pretty good structure for high visibility at the front of the store, which we felt was important to be able to to have sales numbers that would justify it. So I'll be happy with it as long as we don't lose money in doing it, which I don't think we'll do. I, I think there'll be plenty of sales to support a break-even on it. If that all pans out, it's a great opportunity to get feedback. We need to do some community events the PR legs that you know that yeah. just get, come with the exposure I think all are great and also too again uh, those of you who don't live in Chicago this happens to be taking place if you do live in Chicago just certainly come by and check it out but it's taking place in Lincoln Park which is like the kind of trendy you know higher income you know nicer shopping experience kind of location in Chicago how, how would you describe it I don't know how to describe yeah, it yeah I would say it's one of the you know the bigger neighborhood type of retail strips in yeah. Chicago okay. it's yeah. for anybody that's familiar with Chicago Lincoln Park it's Armitage Avenue a block off Armitage and Sheffield, Sheffield. which is, that's a really, it's a big kind of boutique retail corridor of Chicago. So yeah, that was one of the, I mean, certainly that was one of the interesting aspects of it for us is it's in a great location. So, okay. So if you weren't doing this, Mm -hmm. but you are doing this, if you weren't doing this, what would be other like unique things that you would try this holiday season, given whatever's going on in the economy right now and like buying habits and kind of just like your targeted demographic, what would be things that you would be trying? Maybe you're doing them anyway. We are doing Okay. So what is, so we're doing a number of new things. doing a couple different gifting platforms. So one is much more of um, a consumer-driven app, brand new app. Happened to be a connection with uh, one of our investors who was also invested in this. He says it's really cool technology. You guys should check them out. We talked to him. Deer Duck's the name of it. Um, Deer Duck? Deer Duck. Like Like D-E-A-R? Like Hello Deer. And then Duck. Like you're my like you're my dear duck. Yes, okay. exactly. Right. Um, and they are launching soon, so they are an app that basically you're allowed to put in your profile. Like, Wait, can anyone do this, by the way, yeah. or do you have to be accepted? To this? No, this is a consumer. This is an open. So yeah. if anyone, so anyone that's listening right now, if they have a product that they want to get out there for the season. Oh, as far as inclusion in Deer Duck. Yes. So I think they're probably full on products okay. for their first pass on this, okay. but. But something to look into. I, but be, times. they will certainly be growing. I think. Okay. So, I think, so Deer Duck. Yeah. Okay. So from the consumer side, like if if I'm a participant in Deer Duck, I go in a profile. Here's me. Here's the things I like. Here's my dog in our case, and what they like. And you, as my friend, that become connected the next time I have a birthday or any type of event. Uh, okay. So like a registry. Yeah. It's that's it's a new yeah it is. Yeah. Um. So I think that's interesting for us because it allows kind of profiling of like here's my dog and here's what I like for my dog or my dog yeah. likes. And that platform, of course, is going to be getting tons of good data on consumer buying habits. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Across all verticals, all types of that's, yeah. really, that's interesting. So really interesting app for that. Um. We're also going up on kind of a business to business version of that for like corporate gifting and. And um, we've got a couple of B2B things in the works with real estate companies, uh, a company that helps with like relocation for big corporations. So all those things kind of fit into our mold of rounding out just we've started first and foremost as a consumer e-commerce consumer brand, but also trying to Chicago. Chicago, a little, little siren <laughs> in the background. We say that whenever, whenever that happens in the office, <laughs> it's like, eh, it's Chicago. But we're a very giftable brand. So we're yeah. also trying to figure out, like, where is a good fitment? So, for example, the relocation. Fitment? Fitment, yes. Is that a word? Uh, if not, I just made it up. I like it. <laughs> What's a good fitment? I yeah. like this. Sorry, this is good. Yeah, so I think, you know, any, um, there are a number of 
business to business type of applications for where somebody wants a high touch personalized gift that is not at a super high price point. So real the real estate market fits very well for us on this. We, so who, we've got so a hotel who, client. Okay, so the real estate market would that be folks that are selling houses that want that so, yeah, so if I sell the house, right? Hmm? Is this what you're is this right? My yeah, house? absolutely. And yes. I'm like, oh my new house buyer person has a dog and I want to give them a bottle of wine and a pop joy box. Exactly. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Lots and lots of real estate. So that's a big hook. And it's also a big market. Yeah. So there, yeah, there are lots and lots of realtors who have, you know, standard setups for when they've sold folks a house or just for retention efforts. They want to stay connected with them over time for referrals and for the next person or for the next, you know, purchase event that comes along. They like to have, you know, relatively smaller scale gifts to say thank you and stay in front of folks. And for us, like when the, when somebody has a dog, especially if they're moving into a new house, it's one way to kind of, you know, greet and, you know, the, the new dog going into the new house. And they can also buy from you then, right? Once they have that box from their realtor, you exactly. they can go exactly. and they yeah. really like this, they can continue to do it. Certainly. So I feel like, okay, but that's not a holiday it's, strategy. So it, it, it is it is and it isn't. So it's a year-long strategy, but also you have a lot of B2B events where there's yeah. holiday gifting. That so there's corporate gifts to clients. Realtors may buy their okay. clientele holiday gifts okay. to stay front and center with them. That makes them. sense. So all those oh, yeah, things, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, all those things we're doing. And, um, you know, the other stuff is more, I would say, more refinement of things we've done in before, what we do in social media with influencers, digital advertising, all those things. All to, the things that are like make up any business. Those are kind of the bread and butter growth areas for us. And a few of these things are more new so, just around the holidays. So like, what do you think just in terms of like now just speaking, taking yourself out of the holiday, out of e-commerce, what do you think are the things that entrepreneurs well, no, let's think about the holidays for a second. So what do you think the things that are important that people start thinking about as they're winding down their year? Obviously, for you, being in e-commerce, it's about getting, it's where you do the most amount of your sales, right? Um, it's a big, it's we definitely a have big a, we have a We have a spike, yeah. Yeah, definitely. for sure. So kind of putting that to the side for a second, mm-hmm. what are other important activities that you think entrepreneurs or that you think about? Like, I just bought this book. Here, I'll show it to you. I just bought this book in the airport yesterday. So, by the way, Harvard Business Review has an awesome, I love their magazine, I get it, but they just developed a whole line of guidebooks, and they're beautiful, and they're really well done. So, I feel like this is the time of year, too. So, so the book I'm reading right now is called Getting the Right Work Done, Stay Focused, Accomplish More, and Manage Your Energy, Harvard Business Review Guide, too. So, like, do you think this is the time of year that entrepreneurs are, like, reaching for this sort of thing because they're feeling like they want to re-energize? Like, well, how are you feeling? Like, does this, like, something like this, like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely want to think about that, or is that, like, a 2018 thing? I think it depends on the business you're in to some degree. I mean, if you're um, if you're in the lawn care business, you're probably in preparation mode right now. If um, if you're Pup Joy, then you're definitely spinning up for a very busy holiday season. And if you're a turkey farmer, you're probably spreading toward the, <laughs> the finish line. So, so it really is just it's all seasonal. Well, right? and I also think there are lots of there are lots of retail businesses as well as e-commerce businesses where Q4 and the holiday cycle becomes very important for them. So I think for a lot of us. The planning and preparation is probably coming to an end if it's not already ended at this point, and mm-hmm. you're in pure execution mode until you get to the end of the holiday cycle. And at least for us, then it is then it's a mode to step back. And so, like we're you know we've got a big technology initiative on our horizons, but it's it's not going to happen until Q1 because all of our focus between now and the end of the year will be everything we need to do to have a very successful. Holiday do you cycle. feel frenetic? Do you feel like this is like getting crazy and busy? And like, are you going to be able to take care of yourself? Do you do different things to take care of yourself now? That's like holiday season for the e-commerce folks. Like, what do you think? What do you do? 
Which is it the same? You mean personally or? Yeah, no, personally. Like, how do you take care of yourself when you know like you're about to go into your busy season, you've got this pop-up shop coming, like you've got a lot going on, not to mention that it's just the holiday season. So just normally people start to get all kind of frazzled and a little bit weird around this time. How do you manage regular life? You have a family, you've got a wife, you've got parents, you've got dog, you've got all the things that normal people have, but then you've got like a e-commerce business on top of that. So what do you think so it, about? It's a good question. And so I care about you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> it is busy. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. It can get a little frenetic. Mm-hmm. There, I'll go stretches where I run on very little sleep. But you know, a couple of routine things I try to do, which I'm always not as good as I should be. Go to Nashville and drink for four days straight. Well, those are more the episodic things. But yes, <laughs> I, I will try to get in some level of exercise. Okay. I try, but I have a hard time staying on a regular sleep cycle. Some of like, that's, what do you mean? You go to bed late? Uh, so some of it, I think, is my biochemistry. Like, I'm a, a late guy. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, I've become a very early morning guy, too. So yeah. it's like at both ends. But, you know, you get, you get into busy cycles. I think it's like with anybody, you'll get a million ideas running through your head. And sometimes, you know, that, or you just have things you have to get done. So I do try to, I think exercise helps with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I try to make sure I carve off some small chunks of dedicated family time or just mm-hmm time away from screens and phones and all that. And then joking about the Nashville thing, like I do try to where I can carve off a little episodic downtime. So what Jamie was referencing is I, (laughs) me and a bunch of uh, college friends went down for a birthday party for Nashville. And it was great because it was a couple days away. And for the most part, you know, I had to, to deal with a few things with the business, but I was able to unplug much more than I normally do. And then my wife and I are taking another birthday trip for the same thing. It's just a couple of days, but it's a quick getaway with some, some friends in a couple weeks. So I just got back from a Disney cruise. I know. At that point. How awesome was that? It was, there was a princess around every corner. That's what I was <laughs> I mean, legitimately, a princess around every corner. I'll show you pictures later. Same could have been said for Nashville, I think. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure, actually. Um, All right, so so we're going to take a break. This is all really good stuff. We'll come back in a few minutes. This is Jamie and Dustin, your friends, your hosts at uh, Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. We'll be right back. Are you a fashion-forward, entrepreneurial pet lover? PetSmart has the perfect opportunity for you. Jumpstart your career by enrolling in the PetSmart Grooming Academy, where you'll receive hands-on, paid training. You'll learn grooming from the masters and have a chance to work with hundreds of different dogs while you're there. The best part? You don't need any prior experience, just your passion for pets and an eagerness to learn. Ready to get started? Head over to www.jobs.petsmart.com salon to begin your new career young lady from the rescue delivered happy and I panicked. He was missing hair, stinky, scabby, and I thought, what did I get us into? The cause of his issue was poor nutrition. It was neglect. The other owners didn't care enough about him to give him the nutrition he needed, but I have a vet that I trust and she recommended Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I ordered the first 90-day supply and within a couple weeks, His skin started clearing up. He didn't smell. He had more energy. He just had a glow and a bounce about him. We've been using DinoBite for the last year, and Happy the Rescue Dog is Happy the Healthy Dog. I tell all my friends who have rescues to give their dog the chance at a new start with DinoBite. It's going to pay off for you and your dog for years to come. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> So, welcome back to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. This is Dustin. And, and Jamie. So, Jamie, let's talk about FetchMind a little bit. What's uh, okay. what's going on in the B2B side of our world with pets? So, okay, this is fun. I feel like we never, I feel like I never really talk about the business on the show other than just... Now you should. Yeah, I know. It's kind of cool. All right, so we've had a great summer. You know, FetchMind, we spent a lot of time working on product development, you know, getting our product just, you know, just more and more clear about our objective to be the perfect answer for pet businesses to educate their team. So we've really been working on our categories of courses and and we just we're rolling out a cat category. What did I do wrong? Cat court. No, I was, oh. I was gonna say so oh. <laughs> lots of people probably know Fetch Mind, <laughs> but for anybody that doesn't, you should probably explain oh. what it is. Okay, so Dustin, you're such a good host, co-host. All right, so Fetch Find is the online resource for training and retaining pet care staff. So when we think about pet care, and if you're listening, you probably know what pet care is, but it's any Thing that's in the one-to-one service vertical. So that means like dog trainers, dog walkers, pet sitters, daycare, boarding, veterinary, grooming, etc. So anyone that touches a dog, you know, we have a very firm belief from being in the industry for so long that you should have a really good fundamental set of information and knowledge to be able to do your job well, to protect yourself, to protect your business, to protect your employees, to protect the animal and then protect the clients as well. And, you know, animals have two sides. They have a smelly side and a sharp side. And so we always say that our business is in the sharp side, meaning that we just want to make sure that we're walking around animals, we're doing things with animals right, touching them right, approaching them right, understanding them so we can give them the best experience and then of course give the clients the best experience. So we developed a product in FetchFind which is an online learning tool that gives us an opportunity to teach people that in small video chunks and the videos have quizzes so managers of businesses could when their employees are, are using our product, they can go, when they're taking the quizzes and watching the videos, they can actually see how well their staff are doing and they can use it as an HR tool. So that's essentially what FetchFind is. We do a lot of other things too. We work on, the, we work with some businesses and we do some really, we do a lot of custom work for them as well. So some businesses that want us to go in and kind of rebuild how they're doing things or take what they already have and put some technology and some digitizing some of their current information. So whatever. So the point is that, you know, we're here for pet businesses and we have products and solutions to support their growth and their sustainability. In big year, lots of growth. Yeah. Of so this year we've had like 250% growth around around users, um, almost 200% growth at revenue. We did some fundraising that we did some fundraising this year that worked out really well for us. And now we're in a place that we feel like we can actually do the things that we've been waiting to do for two and a half, three years. So, you know, it's a really exciting time. I Owning a business, a startup, um, as Dustin would know, that there's a lot of stress and a lot of uncertainty and a lot of uh, stress and a lot of uncertainty. (laughs) (laughs) There is. And when you get to a place where you see, like, I just, when we took our break just now, I just looked at my phone and saw, and I'll show Dustin, like, all these new users, right? All these people that are just joining FetchFind. Well, that's awesome. And um, yeah, and so, like, we have new user acquisition now that happens almost, like, on an hourly basis. For us, that's huge. That means that we're impacting all of these new people, all of these, you know, people who are either working with animals now or want to work with animals. So, for us, we see this growth that we're seeing hourly growth now where it used to be, like, oh, if we get two new users a week, we feel really good. We're doing, you know, several a day. 
several, in some cases, several an hour. Do you look at going into like the holly cycle as actually high growth period for you or a time to to take a step back? It's actually, it's funny you ask. It's actually not high growth period because our customers, this is their busy time. Right. And they're not thinking about, oh, I need to get my staff trained. They're always thinking about it because like, for example, I just got done with this conference this weekend. I was in Alexandria, Virginia, speaking at the Pet Sittingology Conference. And every single time we go to one of these conferences, the the number one pain point, what is it? Staff. Finding them, keeping them, finding them, Mm -hmm. keeping them. And so at the end of the day, this is always the number one concern holiday, regardless of the holiday season or the um, time of year, rather. So we're always there. It's just a matter of where we can insert ourselves in the calendar year and get to get in front of folks and and get them excited about making this change to bring staffing training on board. So you guys probably are planning mode for crazy Q1, right? Q1 is our crazy time yeah. for sure because people are all excited. Just like I bought that book I was talking mm-hmm. about, people are like, okay, for you know, I'm going to solve the big problem of keeping my staff trained and keeping them happy. So people are looking to bring Fetch Find on in 2000. But listen, we just, I was at a conference this month or this weekend, like I said, we you know, 10, 12 new clients in a day, right, who own established pet care businesses. So it depends on when people are ready to hear the message that they have to think about bringing Fetch Find in. So this is exciting for us. We just, uh, we're going to be doing a cat. Sounds so funny, right? We have a cat course coming out. The cat category courses. And it's called Feline Fundamentals. So yeah, so for Fetch Find, we're just in a place of really exciting to be able to grow, to be able to do what we love, to be able to do things for the companies that we love and the industry that we love. It's really just, we're adding to our team. We just added a business manager. We just added a salesperson. You know, we feel like we are just so proud of what we're doing. And we really also, we know what's out there and we know that we're the best at what we do. So we're ready to just get behind that and push that forward. Cool. Yeah. So we get the interesting vantage points of seeing like different sides of the industry. Oh, we do. Yeah, because you see consumer, I see business. Yeah. I mean, we see consumer too, but nowhere near what you see. So what do you see is like big trending going on? You know, it's funny because they're, I just had this conversation yesterday with somebody. Every time I think that the trend is going towards more insightful pet care practices around arousal and around caging dogs and daycare or around safe handling, I end up meeting somebody who doesn't believe in any of that. So the trends in pet care are to do things to keep dogs really calm, give them a lot of individual time instead of cage-free daycare, lots of cages. But like every day I realize that there are people who just don't believe in that. So, you know, I'd like to say the trend is going towards keeping dogs more individualized, but it's really maybe not happening. I do think that staff training is becoming a trend because I think people are sick of the rigmarole and the expense and the resources that it takes to find new people and keep them. So I Mm -hmm. think that's one change that's going on. I think that this is going to sound a little bit negative maybe, but I do think that pet care business owners are getting really tired of the choices. In what way? Beds, toys, foods. I think that there's a lot of overwhelm happening. And I think that companies like Pupjoy, I think companies that can show them things and give them, you know, lead them down paths to make choices easier than just like the old days. In the 1990s, when I had a pet care business, or even the early 2000s, I would get my magazine, right, my Pet Edge magazine, Mm -hmm. and I would look through it to figure out what to do. And that was okay because the Pet Edge magazine was really, that's what you pick from. You pick, you know, there were toys in there, mm-hmm. there were collars, there were leashes, and it was easy. Now it's grown so much that pet care business owners feel like that's like, it's so hard to make recommendations about food or make, make recommendations about certain toys or what have you. So I feel like they're looking for ways to, and this might be an opportunity for you actually, they're looking for ways to get better information about the options they have and be able to then communicate that to their clients. Mm-hmm. We've actually considered some potential opportunities to partner 
with people like that. Yeah. In the future. yeah, I mean, I really think I really think that the pet care business owner they have a huge responsibility, right? They're taking care of all these people's animals. They're taking care of all the people behind the animals, right? Because they're taking care of their homes or their emotions or whatever. They're taking care of all their staff. They're taking care of making sure their staff are taking care of the animals, and then they kind of like understand what's happening in like the product world mm-hmm. right and there's a lot of stuff to, and i talk to these people every day right and they're like i don't know is there new food on the market i should know about <laughs> um so product expert i know i'm like ah. so i mean we actually think about we need to develop a course every month that's like here's what's out there and here's what's new i know the perfect person to help you with it do you <laughs> oh my goodness i'm so excited to meet him or her him so that's what i see is going on i think that there's i think that as the industry grows i think that pet care business owners end up getting a little bit overwhelmed yeah makes sense yeah doesn't it yeah i try to make sense yeah it was good i'm sensical yeah, and I would say the consumer side, probably no surprise. I think humanization is like the dominant trend you see. And it plays out in a number of ways. It drives me crazy. I know. I know it does. You know it drives me <clears> makes crazy. me happy. I know. I know. Dustin and I have an issue. We have an issue <laughs> that we're on two different sides of the coin. Anthropomorphizing in my world as a trainer and behaviorist is like the worst thing to do. But when you're trying to sell things to people, it's really helpful because well, it's, and there's something there's something that's okay about it but when people take it to the to the wrong level I, I would agree on that so yeah and we've you know we've covered some of this before and joke about it but i think there's a you're right there are double edges to a lot of things this one falls into it from a positive side i think you see a lot of you see a lot of businesses coming up that are focused on convenience which generally is not a bad thing for consumers right. and it just translates into convenience for the dog we certainly fall into that category to some degree you certainly yeah, but i don't think of your stuff as anthropomorphic though so i am a pop joy customer um, not because I love Dustin. I do love Dustin, but I also love Pop Joy. You know that. Like, I just, it is what it is. But, like, when I get the Pop Joy box, I don't feel like, oh, my baby has a new blah. I feel like, oh, great. Here's a product. And by the way, Dustin's not paying me to say any of this. This is truly <laughs> how I feel. But I open the box. I see that I have great products and great, you know, great new tools and great new opportunities to engage my animal. I don't feel like I got something new for my baby. So, so you do a really good job. But I think we still play into some of the same trends. You do. So we you have to. Yeah, we made a concerted decision in starting the business. We were not going to be anchored on themes on the most positive side, maybe gimmicks on you know example. the negative. You yeah, know, what's the example? There are some services that I would say are focused more on the novelty for the parents versus the quality of goods for but, the but what is an example of that for real? Like what's a like another brand? No, I mean no, even just a category. Like what's a novelty? <laughs> like a pacifier toy? Yes, you get, you know like the you know the dog toys that are pacifier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, right. and if it's still a you know cheap imported toy, it's still a cheap imported toy that may not be made of the most healthy things. Or the same thing for treats. You can you can get treats or fruit or whatever that they look cute, the packaging on them is great, but what's inside still isn't. So we made a decision to yeah. focus on quality and to focus on personalization with what we do. But at the same the same end, like we still play into some humanization trends of like I love my dog, it's my baby, maybe I've put off having children a little longer, whatever. And you see, I think you see things flowing in that are that come out of that humanization. Certainly convenience is one of them, quality is another. And quality is it's generally a great thing for the industry. Yeah, you see a lot of products, even a lot of major brands that are kind of coming upstream in their product quality. You see a, a lot of emerging services and products that are focused on quality. I mean, you take a company like, say, Ollie, Fresh Delivered Food. Like, they didn't exist a few years ago. Right. And they it's, wouldn't have existed. No, and it's the same trend that's driven the growth of Home Chef or Blue right. Apron or right. Plated. Right. We want better stuff and we right. want it convenient to us, both in ordering and delivery. Listen, it's the same thing we can say, and I don't want to get too much into this because it's too it's too heavy of a topic, but it's the same conversation around Rover or WAG and yeah, the sure. side. It's the same thing. Now, I think on the product side, there's a lot of positive components to that on the service 
Suicide, when you're talking about those other platforms, there are a lot of drawbacks. But again, that's not what we're talking about today, but the service aside echoes a lot of these trends. Oh, I agree. How- I think, yeah, aside from, and I get what you're saying on that, but I think it's still the same desire for more convenience because we we have busy lives that yep. drives a lot of this innovation. And in the case of like purely on the products, there are we have more information, so we have better transparency, and that's influenced the type of behaviors a lot of us make for our own decisions around food or product mm-hmm. or whatever. And it, you see the same thing coming into the pen industry. You see more of a focus on what are the actual ingredients, and you know, do I know what they are? Are they healthy for Can my I pet? Pronounce them? Can I pronounce them? Yeah. <laughs> Where's stuff made? Which I think that's important. That, oh, uh, over the last decade, that's become a big deal. Because remember all that? Like, uh, do you remember like all the like yeah. dogs that were like dying, getting sick? And, well, like, what was, was that stuff that was in the food? Uh, chicken jerk. Chicken jerky coming from China, China, Asian countries was the worst culprit. It was, yeah, it, and it did a really bad scenario. But and it, it also a lot drew, of people's eyes. It though. drew over awareness. And I'm not trying to get. We certainly try to partner with U.S. manufacturers where we can. I'm not getting on a high horse of nope. American only. I hear that. But I think general consumer trends have been. I want to know where my stuff's coming from. Yep. I want to know what's a reputable company. And and then I think there's also more focus on what does a company stand for. Like, yep. are they doing something positive? on the bottom line and i like that and you are for sure because if you're a partnership with thistle we are but there you know there, there are lots of there are lots of companies out there that do we actively when we are scrutinizing you know what suppliers to take on as partners and develop relationships with it's one of the criteria we have is like do they do something that's has a, a value yeah it has a value that you know has some they're not, social just, they're not just cutting down trees and lighting fires. Right. right. And, and there, there are different ways that different companies do that. Some is pure... That, wait, was that a terrible joke because of the California fires? Well, only if you meant it that way. Yeah, I didn't mean that right <laughs> out. <laughs> I just want to say, I did not mean that. I just, as after I started, I realized it could have been sounded insensitive, but I meant like cutting down trees to make things yes. and like just, right, putting pollution in the air. So I just want to make sure I'm on record. I, I, I know. Right. I knew what you meant. Thank you. So I think you get more and more companies that they may directly be contributing to some cause that they believe in and or they're more focused on the type of materials that are using some sustainability in their processes which you know that at the end of the day like it's everybody with their own small part and if consumers are driving more and more of that with their pocketbook decisions then i'm all for it and i i do think that's a trend that's going on in the industry i'm glad to see it yep i agree with that all right do we want to say anything else to people we say lots of stuff Uh, every week we do say lots of stuff okay so we think that mark our producer, who we mentioned earlier, is going to like that Dustin and I are doing this together today. So we may end up doing this maybe maybe another time. Maybe. I think it's a great idea. It is a great idea. Well, I like hanging out with you. I like hanging out with you. That's good. So much love in the room. All right. So and we both love hanging out with all of you. Yes, we do. This is really fun. I just got an awesome, I get, I really appreciate, by the way, for those of you who reach out to me, I just got an awesome text message this weekend from an old friend. Arlene, in case you're listening, I'm going to give you a shout out. Arlene Burkhardt, do you know Arlene? I know Arlene. Yes, she's she wonderful. Sent, she sent a text message saying that she loves our show. That's great. I know. So that gives me a good idea. And actually, yeah. this is an idea. Tell it wasn't, it wasn't uh, pre-designed. No, no, tell me. Here's what I would like to suggest to our audience. <gasps> Send us yeah. emails, text, whatever. Tell us what topics you would like to hear us do. That way, Jamie and I, when we do our co-hosting shows together, are not just talking about ourselves or our perspective on the industry. You tell us what you want to hear, and we'll cover it. That Since is so we, true. We yeah, will. We can't really do a phone-in show, but we can start getting I some we engagement. we should do a phone-in show. And I also think we should probably video it at some point. Oh, we'll my do some podcast. All right. Well, on that note, with all these exciting ideas, yes. Dustin and I, thank you. I thank you. I thank you. 
right. All right. So this is and Jamie. And we thank all of you. We do thank all of you. listening. We do thank all of you for listening. All right. So this is Jamie. What's my last name? Jamie McDonald, Dustin McAdams <laughs> from Pet Life Radio on Pets Mean Business on that same exact network. And we are so grateful for your time and hope that you learned something and that you took something away. And if you need anything, you can reach out to us anytime. We're here for you and we love you. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.